David, how's it going without being on the dating apps? You know, pretty good. At first, it was a little bit difficult. Um, I was so used to just every day scrolling, seeing who is out there, seeing who I could date, or in a lot of cases, obsessive. Yes, yes. It's 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 sort of like uh, I I felt like a a Pavlovian dog, just like ooh, there's an attractive person, like you know. And then I of course uh, salivate, which is a problem I'm looking into, but. Oftentimes, you know, I would, I would just as interesting as who not to date. Oh my God. The bad profiles are like the best. What, what makes a bad profile? Well, I was on Hinge this, uh, this last year and, uh, Hinge has this great prompt question, which is, uh, something I'll never do again. And you get some pretty wild answers. Oh my God. I, I love the questions. They're my favorite. Yeah. What's the worst one that you saw? Well, you know, there's a lot of them that are pretty standard that you would expect. Like, I'll never get married again. I'll never work at a crappy job. I'll never go skinny dipping. Um, but there was one answer that was really bonkers. Oh, my God. What what was it? I dare I even ask. Yeah. One woman said that she will never um, suck D again. Hello, and welcome to So We Dated, the podcast where we talk to people we dated about how we met, the dates, and where it all went horribly, horribly wrong. I'm David Gonzalez, and I'm joined by my guest host, as always, or not guest host, I'm sorry, (laughs) full-time host. Thanks, David. Did I I get upgraded tonight? uh, No, I I cannot do this without you. I say this a lot, uh, but Dame Reagan is here, as always. Yes. How are you? I'm great. Yeah. It's always exciting coming here because there's Christmas lights on the way. It is exciting. It is exciting, and uh, it is it is also ex- it is also a little bit uh, nerve wracking because we talk about dating, and for me, I don't want to speak for you, but it also reminds me uh, that I am really really single. <laughs> well, does it remind you of what patterns you? Are showing up? You know, I, I think uh, that's a great question. I think after we talk to this person and maybe the next 50 people that I dated, I will finally pinpoint what I've been doing wrong. So Really? I think, this is just I a long, drawn-out therapy session just, for is, David. You know, it was either this or therapy and... Um, you know, I just, I got to hang out with you. So there you go. Like if I bring you to my therapist's office, it's just really uncomfortable. That just gets weird. It's just like, what is she doing there? Just never mind. I think so. I would be helpful though. Yeah. 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 So, uh, as we mentioned the cold open dating profiles, uh, I, I feel like we talk a lot about that, but it's just, it's just the way people meet these days, right? It's just, it's almost impossible not to do it. It's really just something we have to deal with if yeah. we're single. I mean, we can avoid it and go the old school way, but it's it's more efficient, but yeah. it's also very depressing at the same time. I will say one thing that has always impressed me about you is that you are remarkably good at meeting people out in the wild, like just striking up a conversation with a, with a random person. What is your secret? If, what do you do? One, I think it's just really important to be yourself, but also I don't care. I will clam up up the second I see a guy who I think is attractive. Mm. It is comical. You can ask any anyone, really. Yeah. If I think they're cute, I will go into shy Reagan mode. But <laughs> other than that, I can I can really pretty much talk to anyone. So if I see you talking to somebody and that you're you're just laissez-faire about it, this is obviously an unattractive person. This is what I'm ascertaining from from your comments. I would say 95% of the time that's probably <laughs> okay. accurate. If I yeah. start getting beat red and start yeah. going to the bathroom or leaving, yeah. 
you might know that I think someone's pretty cute. So you're over there being very gregarious, talking to this guy, and he's thinking, this is going great, and I should just pull him aside and just be like, she thinks you're ugly, bro. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I can't help it. The guys just want to talk to me, and I'm like, sorry. Yeah. Not yeah. into you. You are very approachable. I will say that. Like, oh, you thanks. know, every time we've hung out uh, at, at a comedy show or something like that, you make friends very easily. People will just come up and, and gravitate towards you. Oh, well, that's not, well, I like this. We should yeah. keep going here. This is just the next 50 minutes. So <laughs> people can, uh, no, 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 no. We would love to just talk about how. I'd love uh, to keep talking about uh, myself. We, we don't worry. We will, you know, it's, we'll, we'll filter it in. It'll, it'll, we'll weave it in seamlessly as we often do. As, <laughs> as, as the cold open dictated in this seamless banter of two people who are really good friends <laughs> as dictated, we are naturally comfortable on microphones talking to each other. 100%. Yes, yes. But we see each other all the time. We could talk. Uh, to get uh, at each other nonstop. There's going to be a lot of editing for this episode. <laughs> I'm just going to send lots. I'm of feeling notes. a little off myself. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. But you know what? I think I think our guest will help write this ship. I think she'll she'll come in and drop some some knowledge on us. And and this is someone unlike our previous two guests who you have not met. I haven't. No, mm-hmm. I'm excited to meet Michelle yeah. and to understand why she swiped right on a fella like you and yeah and really how it all ended yeah yeah i'm i'm interested in that too because i never know so anyway let's go ahead and welcome our guests hello michelle hello my name's michelle uh i'm here because i dated david <laughs> <laughs> i think you're the first person to give a formal <laughs> I like it though. Yeah, yeah. I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, um, I might just be doing an imitation of <laughs> other people I've listened to on podcasts while I'm here. I think uh, you know it's. I, I think it's fair to say that you are, and you should feel good about this. I hope uh, one of the inspirations for this show. Whoa! Oh, the, breaking news! Yeah, I the, didn't even know that. The, <laughs> I, the first time we hung out, mm-hmm. I think we were talking about books and, and podcasts and things that we were listening to, and mm-hmm. you had. Uh, recommended the Conan O'Brien podcast, which I started listening to. And, uh, you know, just kind of kicking around with Reagan, like, oh, we should do something fun and creative. And uh, just listening to that kind of gave me some inspiration for this. And so I think without your recommendation, uh, we wouldn't be here. So you have yourself to blame for for being here today. <laughs> that's why he brought the wine for you. Yeah. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah. Well, that's very cool. I'm yeah. glad. Um, I always like re- making a recommendation that people enjoy. So, yeah. And that leads to more creativity. That's Absolutely. always a good thing. Absolutely. So you are, you're from St. Louis, right? I am. Yeah. Yeah. How would you describe the St. Louis dating scene? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it's very incestuous. I feel like really? if oh. you... I feel you, that way. Mm-hmm. Not in like, you know, in a in a metaphorical way. Um, mm-hmm. Almost everyone I meet on the apps, I end up making some connection in terms of, you know, a person we have in common. Um, I feel like there's a lot of repeat people on the apps. A hundred percent. I like. Didn't I already swipe on you? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> How many times do I have to? Swipe I know. Left? I was like, no, I don't like you. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, I've never dated in another city, so I can't really compare. But I just feel like it's a pretty small population of people. So, um, small group of singles. Small. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> do you, I'm, I'm wondering, you know, we all have friends in other communities too. Mm-hmm. And because we're all over the age of 35 at this point, do you think that's also a hindrance? Like if you were 35 in Chicago, New York, would it be a bigger pool? Yeah. So actually a little tidbit I was saving for this. I recently did this program called Love Life Transformation, oh, really? which sounds ridiculous, but it was actually very cool. And it's this um, community of women from all over the country and you have a life coach and they just kind of go over different um different toxic ways that we think about dating and um, different pitfalls we fall into. And I actually really enjoyed it. So there were, um, it was a group of 10 women. There were four women from New York in it. There was one woman from San Francisco. Um, And they all actually seemed to be having the same difficulties that I was. Mm. So I also feel like sometimes people in St. Louis have a tendency to claim that things are like a St. Louis thing, but really it's just a thing. Yeah, dating apps suck. Yeah, yeah. Where you live. Yeah, dating over 35 sucks. No matter where you live. Yeah. What made you decide to get on dating apps versus like kicking it old school? We were talking (laughs) a little bit about this, David and I. Um, So for me, I just felt like all of my friends were married. Most of them were starting to have kids. I had met all of my friends of friends. I wasn't meeting people in bars. I wasn't meeting people in other ways that I was trying to meet people. So it just seemed like the next logical step. And it had started to become a much more accepted, normal way to meet people um, versus like for a while it was sort of um, stigmatized. Yeah, it was stigmatized. So yeah, I um I just sort of felt like I had hit a wall and this was a way to try to move past that wall. What apps are you on? I'm on Hinge and Bumble. Hinge and Bumble. Those I feel like have pretty good solid reputations from my Yeah. I tried Tinder for for like a minute and I hated it. <laughs> yeah, so. Tinder's Tinder's awful. Yeah. I think in a bit we're gonna talk about bad profiles and Tinder's full of them. <laughs> what, what do you guys hate about Tinder? Because I've never been on Tinder. I've just heard Ever? the horror stories. No, never. What? Yeah. This blows my mind, David. Yeah. Doesn't everyone start on Tinder? Apparently no. not, David. No. Michelle, did you st- – no, you, did, were you ever on Tinder? I, I was on Tinder for a minute. Um, like one of the first ones or you quickly it, got on? No, it was it was like a second or third app that I had tried. Interesting. Yeah. This should be really the question we ask. What yeah. was your first app? Yeah. That's a good starter question. Yeah. 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 Now, it's interesting because a lot of people I talk to, uh, and Reagan included, people are on all the different apps. Mm-hmm. So when you create your profile, are you just copying and pasting? Or are you putting something out there to see? Like, I, I'm wondering, like, you know, my Tinder profile is a little bit more slutty. My OkCupid <laughs> is, like, classy. Well, there's that meme where it shows, like, the four corners. Mm. It's like, yeah. this is my Instagram, po- like, profile pic. This is my mm. Tinder profile pic. Yeah, so. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't – for the most part, I do do a lot of copying and pasting, especially <laughs> for, like – that main introduction portion of the profile. But Hinge has those different prompts. Mm-hmm. And now Bumble has prompts, too. Oh, Bumble has prompts? It, yeah, it's new. Um, so I try to use those and get a little more creative and, if, you know, create some differences between the, the apps. You know, I I, I was uh, on OKCupid okay mm-hmm. when you and I met, or OKC as we as we, we call it, uh, and got off that and was on Hinge. 
uh, one of the things that's happened to me, I'm sure it's happened to you, I'm, I'm interested how you deal with it, is mm-hmm. someone I was talking to on OkCupid <clears throat> ended up dropping off. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, I'm on Hinge and they hit me up again. And I'm just like, you stopped talking to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what is going on? Like, yeah. is this or someone probably using the same lines with you? Mm-hmm. Um, that has happened to me several times, actually. Yeah, I had a gentleman I what like met in person and went on a date with. I met him on Bumble. <laughs> and then he favorited me again on hinge and asked how i was doing like Like what was the time frame between the date and the hinge favorite date i remember was i want to say like a few months into the pandemic it was when people were starting to emerge again because i remember we were in the outside tent at um heavy riff in Mm -hmm. dogtown Mm -hmm. so whatever time frame that would be um it was cold though i remember that (laughs) and then um it was it was just a month or so ago that he he liked me on hinge so less than a year do you think he remembered you or do you think he was like this girl's cute again i I honestly don't think he did remember me because i feel like he would if he remembered who i was you can say something when you do that and i feel like he would have said you know hey i remember we met back in you know october of 2020 or whatever but nothing ever came of it any interest in meeting i mean that's what i would do so how what happened with i'm very curious about what happened with this guy did you just (laughs) they're married now yeah (laughs) show you um honestly i just ignored it because it was a so-so date um maybe if he had asked me out again i would have gone out again but he did not ask me out again Mm. and uh i just i did not really feel any strong desire to see him again he was playing that really slow game he's like i'm gonna wait a year and hit her back up (laughs) maybe she'll have forgotten me maybe she'll forget i've learned a lot of cool new tricks since then yeah (laughs) Uh, it it is so overwhelming to see all these profiles i i kind of give someone a little bit of grace because you're looking at so many pictures, reading so many things. It's it's just, it, it's overwhelming. What are some of the things that you do um, or what are some of the things that jump out at you? You know, red flags, green flags for mm-hmm. profiles that make you uh, swipe right or like the, the person. I would say red flags. I've actually come across this a lot recently are when people use the prompts to declare that they don't want to date liars. I don't know if you've oh, ever had that yes. happen. Sure but have. Several times. And like, I understand. I'm sure they've been hurt. They've probably been cheated on or deceived in a very terrible way. But they have some healing to do still if they're like 100%. putting it out there that strongly. And I've had some that are even more like aggressively paranoid than that. Um, I mean, green flags at this point, like if someone just seems normal <laughs> and like they have a sense of It's a very humor, low bar. <laughs> yeah. Like they're not going to murder me. Like they have a sense of humor as long as they're not like a crazy right winger. Um, and this is seems, what it's come to yeah. in 2021 yeah. dating. And it seems like we have a handful of things in common, possibly like I'll give it a shot, yeah. you know? Yes. What about like... What about their face? Because, you know, we're all judging books by covers. Sure. Books, <laughs> books by their covers. So, like, how does that play in? Like, I mean, I try not to be too superficial. Oh, you're a better person than me. <laughs> you're way better than me. But I have to me. find someone attractive also. Absolutely. 100%. I mean, 
I'm not a saint either. You know? <laughs> so yeah. yeah, it is. It is funny you mentioned that because it, it reminded me of people who are on these apps who think who say things like absolutely no liars and no cheaters, and it's like, well. I mean, of course. Like, do you have to say that? Like, <laughs> do, do you, don't we no all serial like killers. That? No, yeah. you killed one person. That's fine. No serial killers. So that's I mean, where I, I it was that. manslaughter. Yeah. yeah. To Michelle's point, though, it's like you have some healing to do if you're putting yeah. this on your mm. dating profile. Mm. Like, it's an assumption, but it's not necessarily needs to go on the profile. Yeah. <laughs> right. For right. crying outside. Maybe talk about that if you meet the person and have a couple dates and it's going well. Maybe yeah, discuss, date one. You know, mm. you've been hurt, but. Date one. Don't lie to me, right? Yeah, yeah. You're not, not going to lie to me, liar, right? You're not are you? You're not going to cheat on me? You said okay. you'd be here at six. It's 6.05. Yeah. <laughs> Date over. You already lied to me once. Yeah. I do feel like that's kind of a sign of bitterness. Like, you mm-hmm. run into 100%. the bitterness of people who are just like, don't even think of swiping right. If you mm-hmm. want to swipe right, swipe left. It's like, okay, you need to <laughs> yeah. like, you need to just take a break yeah, from this just... and, and step back. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Get Become a cat. your own best friend. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. What are some other red flags that you've seen? I mean, that's a pretty big one for me. I made a list mm-hmm. as I was thinking about it. My list just keeps getting longer. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yeah, and then there's this. There's a like, lot. No wonder we're, we're still single. <laughs> I mean, I know you guys had said to keep an eye out for terrible profiles. <laughs> and I do have a one saved on my phone that uh, was oh, – uh, yeah. It was bad. Um, it, it was like, what's with all the pronouns, ladies? Oh, and, dear. Mm. Um, Oh, dear. Uh, he, he then went on to say he was an alpha male. Mm. And I, I think I haven't seen that a lot, but I think that's maybe the second or third profile over a long period of time where I've seen a, a man declare his alpha maleness I'm like that's bullshit. Can we yeah. curse? Can we curse? Yeah, you can curse. Okay? Yeah. I do. You know, I, <laughs> that is interesting. I do feel like there is sort of a backlash of. Um, people who need to feel like, oh, I'm a man and just, you know, a, mm-hmm. a, an insecurity almost to mm-hmm. get on these apps and just like, no, you know, I do this and uh, I, I don't use a napkin or whatever. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Just like this. <laughs> I don't use a napkin. napkin. That's a red flag. <laughs> Put that on the red flag list. That's <laughs> yes. a red flag. Though, I, I, I mean. I, ladies, I'm telling you, like if you're talking to a guy right from the jump, you know, do you use a napkin? And you, you hey. Illuminating, and then he uses one. You lied. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's a, yeah. So you and I have dated, as you, as I think you, uh, the show spoiled from the from the get go. Um, it wasn't me that dated yeah. Michelle. That's for yeah. so. What you went on three dates? Where was your? Was there anything remarkable about date one? You obviously went on date two. Yeah. No, I was, I had a nice time. I feel like we had a good conversation. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. I mean, it it was it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember where we went on our second date. I do. Okay. Um, (laughs) We went to, um, oh my God, what is our restaurant called? Um, Sasha's. Did we? Okay. Hmm. All right. And and, the old standby. Is it, was it in uh, in the Shaw neighborhood? Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. one of the best date places to go. It's a good spot. Like, yeah. it's really a really fantastic place to go. And David lives very close by. <laughs> so it's convenient, but so, it's very cozy. So it it's required very little effort on his part. <laughs> I, like, it's like, I can walk there. So I always appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk about our third date. Okay. Because that was kind of. The an, one where you decided you didn't want to go on a no, fourth no, no, date. No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, because that was a weird date and it wasn't anything to do with you. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so we went to dinner with some people in a concert. So mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of want to hear what you think of this because I, I was like, oh, was this was this the right move <laughs> to do? No, it was a really interesting day. I, I will say, it, I felt a little intimidated by your friends that okay. we were with. I think one of the the one of the women there was polyamorous, and mm-hmm. she was with her like second boyfriend <laughs> yeah. there. And um, I don't know; they just all seemed like really edgy, cool people, and I oh. felt kind of lame you're like i'm not cool enough for this group yeah i felt kind of lame and boring Mm -hmm. um but i really enjoyed the uh the concert i didn't know what to expect i i can't remember the woman's name but i know she used to be with the dresden dolls yeah amanda yeah you're right amanda palmer palmer that's right and i actually thought about that date not that long ago because she broke up with her husband she got divorced from uh, the author. From yeah, Neil, Neil Gaiman. Yeah. And that popped into my mind that yeah. I had seen her. Um, the fact that you just pulled this out of your arsenal makes you way cooler than you think you are. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I feel like that. I'm not cool enough. I'm like, yeah, you are. I'm like, I didn't know any of these people. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Um, I had not heard of her until that evening. Um, but yeah, I felt a little, a little like not edgy at all at dinner. Um, but I had a nice time at the concert. It was a little intense. Mm-hmm. Um, like there, she went deep into her abortions and at the concert. Yeah, way uh, to be lighthearted there. Uh, her, the a time she had been raped. It was very intense. Yeah. Um, but it was an interesting show. And I mean, I didn't like. I, I didn't like not want to be there or anything. Yeah, I I felt. I think really bad about it <laughs> because first of all, I knew this artist. It's, it's, I really like the Dresden dolls. I really like Amanda Palmer. And I, I first of all, commend you to go to a concert because I've gone to concerts where I don't know the performer mm-hmm. and I don't end up liking the performer mm-hmm. and I end up being upset with my date. Like, how dare you? <laughs> um, how dare you waste my time? Yeah. How, how could you not know me? Um, this is our second date. But the other thing is, you're right. There was a mm-hmm. lot of very heavy material. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of our mutual friends was also there, a mm-hmm. gentleman named Michael, um, and he and his wife had to leave because it was just such a. It was, I mean, it was it, it basically it should have been called trigger warning the concert yeah. because it was just so much stuff. Yeah. But it was also a, a very interesting setup in the in the sense that yeah. you know typically when you go to a concert, doors at seven. You know, opening band at 7.30, mm-hmm. main at 8.30, and everyone goes home at 10.30. Mm-hmm. But this was just her. And she started at 7.30 and played until 11.30 with one intermission. She had a lot to say. She, <laughs> she did have she a lot, had to, had say. A lot <laughs> to say. Yeah. She had a lot to say. It was impressive, about. though. Yeah, she just kept going. I yeah. mean, it was entertaining and moving and very well done. David, were you like, maybe we should go to the Teletubbies next time? Something a little more lighthearted. <laughs> yeah, it was, so it was that. It was this interesting juxtaposition between, oh, this is a really interesting performance, mm-hmm. but in terms of a date, mm-hmm. it was not like a good mood, you know? And that, I think that's kind of underestimated for dates, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. It's interesting because when you think about like, okay, why did why did this date happen? And then I get very esoteric about it. It's like, what is the universe telling me? Like, why, why is the environment really dictating the mood? And then I get all in my head about it, but that's clearly where you guys ended things. 
after this date? Was it that tragic that you're like... <laughs> we did text after that, though. We I did. will say one unfortunate bit of timing. I went on vacation. I want to say, like, two or three days after that date for a oh. week with my family. Yes. And I'm not always great about texting when I'm on vacation, I can get a little, like, I just kind of want to be in the moment where I'm at. Mm. And so I do think we kind of lost a little bit of touch that week. Yes. And then I think I came back and I, I, so I think what happened (laughs) was. All right. Now we're into it. No, no, get into it. We're really getting into it. This is the part. (laughs) The juice. This is where I want to see how, how our memories. Yeah, no, this will be interesting. So what, what I remember is I probably was not as communicative when I was out of town. And then um, I got back into town and I think we texted a little bit. And if I remember correctly, I asked if you wanted to go see Mark Marin. I think he was in town and you couldn't. I think you had your daughter that night and asked if I wanted to just like get a drink or something. And I feel like somehow that didn't match up. Like either I already had the ticket, so I needed to find someone to actually go to Mark Marin with me, or I really wanted to go to Mark Marin. So I was like, well, that sounds nice, but I actually really want to go to Mark Mary, yeah. so I'm going to keep looking. And then it just sort of, at that point, then I think communication just kind of fizzled a little bit, as as is known to happen sometimes. And um, yeah, but we are like, we're Facebook friends. Yeah, and- yeah. David, what was your recollection of how it... Yeah, so what's your version? I think it was kind of like that. So Mm -hmm. I do remember, I definitely remember you leaving (laughs) Mm -hmm. because I think you were going to Ohio? Michigan. Michigan. And because you were talking about some great ice cream place or something like that. Was that up there? (laughs) And I was like, oh, okay. And then I I was like, well, I I don't know if I'll hear from this person Mm -hmm. or not. So I was thinking like... I didn't know if that was, this was the out, <laughs> like you're going away on vacation. Cause those, those are great outs. Like, Oh, you they know, are. I'm, going on vacation, you know? Like, I'm sorry. I'm going to Florida with my family for 16 months. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I was like, Oh, maybe she's, I don't remember the Mark Marin part at all. Okay. Um, but I, I, I guess like, and that's, that's what I kind of struggle with is, you know, the, the, the difference between ghosting and mm-hmm. drifting away yeah. and, you know, just breaking up. Cause I don't, you know, you and I never had a conversation mm-hmm. of, you know, you don't use a napkin. I can't date you and you're a liar. <laughs> um, but I, it's not like, I don't think I, I don't think I was unresponsive, but I don't know if I would say you are unresponsive. So I think it's just one of those things where I'm like, I really don't know what happened. Yeah. I, and I would say maybe I kind of felt like, so you, you had said you had your daughter and you couldn't go to Mark Marin, And I m- maybe felt like that that was your out because I don't think I heard from you again. <laughs> ah, the classic miscommunication. Yeah. And yeah. so I just remember thinking, you know, okay, well, you know, we'll see what happens after this. And it's possible you could have met someone else after that. I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, there was no like conversation or, um, you know, I, I don't think either of us had a terrible time on any of the dates. I, I didn't. I hope you didn't. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was sort of a weird mix of timing. And, um, you know, I don't think it was like love at first sight either. And, you know, I think maybe we got busy and maybe we're second guessing like what a lack of communication meant. And Would, would you, would either of you consider this ghosting? No. I don't think so. More drifting. Or drifting, fizzling, or uh, I don't know the right word exactly, but but yeah, I don't think ghosting. 
I think part of it, and I don't know if you guys have been in this situation where, again, uh, um, you're 100% right when you're on mm-hmm. vacation, you don't think of like, let me text this guy I went on three dates with. Right. Like, uh, I do. I'm like, how do I get away from my family? Just kidding. I love my family, but I'm always on my phone. And so that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. to me. And, you know, when you're in the second, third, fourth date, they're still like, oh, I think I like this person. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if you, you don't want to get too far downfield in, in terms of what you're thinking. Right. So it's a very difficult time. And for me, and maybe for others, I'm interested in what you think, you also don't want to be that person who's like, I really like you and feel needy and right. just like texting you on vacation mm-hmm. and I'm not hearing from you. And it's like, I don't know how to handle those situations. Mm-hmm. I, what, I mean, thinking in, in the future, like how do you, how would that be handled better? Like, how would you yeah. like to see that handled? That's an interesting question. And can I share with you guys? I actually, a guy I went on one date with, like one drinks date with several weeks ago, and then he went on vacation. And then I went to New York. And apparently he did text me while he was on vacation, but I didn't get it. I don't know. He was in Mexico. I don't know if like the international phone plan didn't work or something. But anyway, so I like had like an hour and a half with him and then didn't hear from him for two weeks and then all of a sudden he's like i'm back from vacation and it sucks i'm like wait what who is this you're like i'm and sorry then, i've already forgotten about you like, i didn't you. want to be rude or anything but so i was like oh welcome back how was it and he sent me all these pictures and then i mentioned that i was going to new york the next day i was leaving and he texted me to have fun in new york and then texted to ask how packing was going and then texted to ask if i'd landed safely I was like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> like, I don't know you at all. And then asked me to send pictures from New York. <laughs> and it was like so overwhelming. Yeah. And um, especially after know. two weeks of nothing. Yeah. So like zero contact. I just thought like he had drifted into the ether and it was like a so-so date. Um, so anyways, yeah. That's so- what I'm worried about. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> so it's like the fine line between. I don't want to be overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you don't ask someone to send you pics after one date. I mean, most of us, Reagan, don't do that. I just want to tell you that. <laughs> send me that that uh, Empire State Building picture when you're there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so it's like, how do you – I think it's, a, it's like an, it, it, just one of those questions. How mm-hmm. do you show interest but not be mean? Yeah. No, I think like a text or two to ask how vacation is going. Um, you know, just like uh, – Make sure you know you're still thinking of that person, but not an overwhelming or or smothering amount of texts. And I guess it depends on the person, too. Like, I think part of the reason I'm still single is I feel smothered very quickly and panic. Um, so, you know, there might be someone who would love to get texted every day. On vacation. <laughs> I'm like, you're looking at her, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. <laughs> yeah. So also, like, this is just specific to me because I can't speak for anyone else. It's a fine line. I feel like if you have a vibe mm-hmm. and it's a true, like, match and it's going somewhere, you sort of understand, you know, you want to text them and mm-hmm. it just sort of naturally happens that way. But then there's also the weird timing. So I don't know. I think this is like the age old question right. of like, how do you ever know? I yeah. don't know. I haven't gotten it right yet. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, text clearly. me all the time. Text me when you wake up. Text me. <laughs> text me when you're going to the bathroom. Give me a give me a Snapchat while you're pooping. Thanks. <laughs> I think that is why you're single. I think that request I'm kidding. I don't need to see any poop snaps coming my way. Thank you. <laughs> 
few more years. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it is very tricky. And yeah, I feel like there's sort of a, a fine balance. And I don't know. I also get very, um, like I said, I, I, I think part of the reason I'm still single is I, I get scared very quickly or I get like, uh, I can't even think of the right word. I freak out very quickly. Avoidant. Avoidant. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have uh, a, what is it called? It's, it's avoidant attachment. Mm-hmm. Yes. I am. That's why I brought it up. I'm like, you're yes. an avoidant. Mm-hmm. I'm an anxious attachment. This yes. is. Yes. What do you guys, what do you guys do. mean by that? We should never date each other. No, it's <laughs> well, generally I find the avoidance. It's so everyone fits into these attachment styles. An anxious avoid, an anxious person is the, is the one that's considered like the needy person. They, they don't. They feel anxious unless they're getting constant attention. The avoidant is turned off by that. The avoidant's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're getting too close." There's a whole thing. I took an entire class that so could be 16 podcasts related <laughs> to this. And then the the ideal is the secure attachment, where you mm-hmm. feel comfortable giving and receiving, and you're just you had good parents. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say I Sorry, had bad. I know. I like, it's not. No. We all have our attachment things. Yeah. And we sure. All, yeah. So if you guys are avoidant, then how do people show interest without turning you off? It's hard. Um, <laughs> I'm like, great question. I need to know the yeah. answer to this. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. I sure um, don't because I'm too needy and it pushes <laughs> them away. And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, part of it is like you need to find someone who understands that you need. So a big part of that attachment style is that you worry you're going to lose yourself. A lot of There's a lot of fear around getting into long-term relationships that um, you're going to lose your independence, you're mm-hmm. going to lose your personality, you're, you're going to disappear. So part of it, I believe, is that you need someone who can respect your space and understand that you need some alone time or some time with your friends and um, isn't the anxious attachment style person who then will will get more freaked out that you need that time and then mm-hmm. smother you even more to try mm-hmm. to get that yes. um, to try to confirm that you like them and it, it's a really bad bad it's a push pull combination it's yeah. a real push pull <laughs> and don't ask me so I'm on a podcast <laughs> you know it's we've both been all, all three of us have been single for some time and done the apps and you know I uh, YouTube in particular are very you guys have great lives i mean you are a horse whisperer and you go out and i mean you're heavily involved in yoga you travel you have a successful career you know i i feel and i'm I'm, the question to you is both of you is i've really rethought what it means to be single and Mm -hmm. that is probably why i got off the apps is Mm -hmm. now i'm just like why do i keep feeling bad about myself that i can't get this aspect to work have you Reagan and, and Michelle, have you guys thought about, you know, what you want now, now that you're at this age and you have some wisdom? I mean, what is, what is, how does love fit into your life? I'll let you go first. Right? Oh, thanks. <laughs> well, for me, I've, I went through a pretty intense breakup a year and a half ish ago, and I went into this very deep inner work. So I'm just coming out the other side of it. I'm not even sure I know how to answer that question other than I need someone that can match my sparkle. Like mm-hmm. that's, well, I like that. yeah. I'm like, so when I'm on these apps and I'm looking at, I don't know, I don't know. In the words of my grandmother, doubt means don't. So I swipe, <laughs> a swipe left on them. But um, yeah, I don't know how to answer it right now. Cause I'm still just sort of dipping my toe back in the dating pool. Um, so yeah, your turn, Michelle. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, 
I will say for you, the situation is a little different. And I think we actually talked about this a bit on one of our dates because you have been married and you have a daughter. Um, I've never been married. I don't have kids. So there's still sort of that aspect. And I I don't feel like I I need those things, but I still desire those things. Mm -hmm. So that's always kind of looming in terms of why I want this part of my life to work. Mm. Um, But I'm trying to just sort of enjoy the present more and more. That program that I mentioned focuses on that a lot to just not future trip. And I think one of my problems is I do put so much pressure on meeting someone like I'm immediately thinking so could I marry this person mm. oh what no, me too spent 15 minutes with them or I'm literally looking at their profile on an app and like you can't or, that's not healthy or they're behind you in the in the Trader Joe's line mm-hmm. and you're like he's cute and you just shoot <laughs> 20 years down the road right. yep <laughs> oh but he has a bracelet on oh yeah. wait what yeah. is a his shoes are terrible breaker? never mind oh, oh man this yeah. is harsh. It's real cutthroat. Yeah. I mean, Tinder, these pro, these dating apps have encouraged us to just judge, judge, judge by yeah. every little thing. I, I mean, yeah. when we're thinking about, not to like completely change the subject, but when we're thinking about like profiles and like what makes a bad profile and what's a red flag, like I even will do something where if they're wearing a hat in every single picture, I'm like, no, they have to have their hair. Ex- they, I need to see what's going on they're under that hat. Something. Yeah, I'm like, they're hiding something. It's a lie. It's, it's a whole dance. It's a whole dance. I just feel like there's so little to go off of. I shouldn't have said bracelet. I I will date a man who's wearing a bracelet. Okay. But like a, All a, those bracelet wearers out there. A necklace, maybe not, though. Um, and it is so. It's like you you try to gather so much information or you try to put so much stock in so little information. So, you know, you think like, well, I've never met a guy I've liked in the past who's worn a necklace. Mm. So, or for me, whose name is Chris, <laughs> that is one of my swipe rights. If your name is Chris, I am no swiping left. I am swiping left on you. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I just have the, the actual about me. Can I check? Yes. Read it? You can oh read God, it for please please Okay. So this is Stephen 44. <laughs> this is what I mentioned. Putting Stephen on blast. Is it a V or PH? These v. Things. Oh, okay. Stephen. This is what I mentioned earlier. What's with all the pronouns, ladies? Question mark. I'm an alpha male and prefer to be called a man. I'm definitely only interested in a feminine lady, not multiple versions or labels of a woman. I'm a intellectual star child. I'm well-traveled and cultured, period. Lowercase h, housebroken, parens, I put the toilet lid down, close parens, no period. Uh, please tell me you swiped right on that gem of a human <laughs> oh, because... It was, it's pretty horrifying because he... Um, not only does he claim to be an alpha male, but he really puts down anyone who's having any, like gender confusion or who's not solidly on the one end or the other spectrum. There's so much um, to unwrap with the home dogs <laughs> profile. The least of which is 
you have to be a very feminine woman. Mm. I'm like, what does that even yeah. mean? Yeah, what is like that? holds in her farts? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah. Where's dresses? Can I see his picture? Day? So actually, I, I should have gotten his picture oh. as well. But you can see he's on a motorcycle. You can <laughs> see his shoe in the bottom of his uh, motorcycle. Well, nothing screams alpha like a. We we'll, we'll put the picture on the the website. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll find him. Yeah, let's put yeah. him on blast. Yeah, and I would love to know what and. Intellectual star child is an uh, yeah. intellectual, an, uh, intellectual yep. star child. It's I don't even know him. what that means. I don't think I, I don't know Reagan, uh, Judge Reagan. I don't know if we decided why we stopped dating. I think it was just uh, <laughs> we didn't. It was a drifting. I think, I think it was a drifting and poor yeah. timing. And I'm going to blame it on Amanda Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame it on Michigan, but you know whatever. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like, do not date you when you're going on vacation. Because there's, yes. no, there's no upside to it. You either text too much, and then you look like a creepy guy, you or you don't like text at all, and then you have to start a podcast to figure out what happened. Yeah. So there's just no good. Go. So that's the first question that people should ask. When are you going on vacation next? Okay, I have some time to develop this. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think, yeah, just sort of poor timing. And, you know, I think we had nice dates, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, you know, this yeah. is the greatest person I've ever met in my life. Yeah, well, so, you know, yeah. like, like, David's <laughs> like, what? Well, that's a way to end the yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but, you know, I think it's, it's hard when it's like that. We're like, sure. you're having a nice time and, you know, you'd see the person again and then all this sort of stuff gets in the way. And then it's kind of easy to let that sort of um, fizzle, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being on here. I, I, I'm always amazed when I've asked people to be on that they decided to come on. It's uh, always interesting to me. I am to too. Yeah. I'm like, David, you've got a lot of people that are willing to come back on. <laughs> but I think maybe that's a testament I'll, I'll, to like, I'm usually not a jerk about things. I do yeah. think, yeah. Um, I'm just apparently really bad at communicating. <laughs> You're a drifter. You need to be in one of those. I'm a drifter. Yeah. One of the, okay. what, the, what are those car drifting movies? What are those called? Fast and Furious. Oh, You're yeah, a drifter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again for being on here. Enjoy the wine and have a, a great holiday season. Thank you for having me. You guys yeah. have a great holiday season, too. Yeah. And thank you for joining Reagan and I on So We Dated, recorded at Mind's Eye Radio in Belleville, Illinois. Music provided by Superfun Yaya Rocket Ship. And we will see you next time. Glad you got to hear me. <laughs> <laughs>